We finally got a new president. Eva Longoria is in big trouble on Twitter. And Chandra Wilson joins us to talk about the upcoming season of Grey's Anatomy. The date, November 9th, 2020. The time, news o'clock. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Stafford. Welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock. Casey, what a weekend. There was a lot of celebrating, I saw. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) We were talking over the weekend and uh, I saw that downtown, it was absolutely crazy. Yes, I so I live downtown LA right now. And as it happened, how I knew that Biden had won is that my mother, who I think should be a journalist because she watches the news more <laughs> aggressively than I do, texts me. And then all of a sudden, every window across the street from me opened and people started banging on pots. And I was like, oh, is the Civil War starting or are we celebrating? <laughs> like, what's happening here? Uh, but it was because Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris had become the president, vice president elect. So people were very excited in LA. I th- yeah, I think the best part, this was also in L.A. because we had had a bit of a rainy day. Um, mm-hmm. I walked outside and there was a full on rainbow and I was like, oh, we're on the nose today. Full rainbow. <laughs> yeah. So L.A., it never rains. I think we had one of the longest dry spells forever. And then mm. just before this was announced, it had stopped raining and the sky got blue and we had a new president elect. So it was very symbolic. People in L.A. ate that up all over Instagram. <laughs> and I think I spent the whole day downtown just hearing honking from you know, like 8.30 a.m. till 11 p.m. So it was a very honky day. Casual. So, you know, but people are continuing to celebrate, I think, and we have lots of news to dive into today about what's happening in the fall. Oh, boy, do we. (laughs) Yes, Zach, tell us what's going on today. All right. So as we've mentioned, we finally have a president-elect. It really happened. That wasn't a dream. Joseph R. Biden Jr. is elected the 46th president of the United States, winning the White House and denying President Trump a second term. We're able to make this projection because CNN projects Biden wins Pennsylvania. The former vice president in his third run for the highest office, pulling off a rare defeat of a sitting commander in chief. So this was a historic win in many ways. Biden won the most votes in the history of a U.S. election, which is wild since it happened during a pandemic. And he thanked those voters in his acceptance speech. Folks. The people of this nation have spoken. They've delivered us a clear victory, a convincing victory, a victory for we the people. We've won with the most votes ever cast on presidential ticket in the history of the nation. 74 million. And Kamala Harris became the first woman and the first black and South Asian person to become vice president-elect. In her acceptance speech, she addressed what kind of message that sends to future generations. Because every little girl watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities. And to the children of our country, regardless of your gender, Our country has sent you a clear message. Dream with ambition. Lead with conviction. And see yourselves in a way that others may not, simply because they've never seen it before. But know that we will applaud you every step of the way. Meanwhile, President Trump's campaign has yet to concede and is fighting tooth and nail to keep the Biden team from transitioning. 
This started Saturday when Rudy Giuliani addressed reporters at Four Seasons Total Landscaping and had this to say about the press calling the election. Who was it called by? All the, oh my goodness, all the networks. Wow. All the networks. We have to forget about the law. Judges don't count. Currently, the General Services Administration has until December 14th to ascertain or approve the Electoral College vote, but that could hold up the Biden administration from accessing millions of dollars in funds for his transition team. But while Trump may not be conceding, he is firing, announcing this afternoon that Secretary of Defense Mark Esper was out. He named Christopher Miller, the current director of the National Counterterrorism Center, acting secretary to replace him. And finally, there might have been a huge breakthrough when it comes to getting a vaccine for COVID-19 as the virus continues to wreak havoc across the country. A bit of breaking news we can bring you about COVID-19. The companies Pfizer and Biotech have uh, announced the results of their vaccine test. They say that they believe they are 90 percent effective now. Uh, Enormous success in their first interim analysis. This is a phase three study. Uh, Their CEO says today is a great day for science and humanity, thanking uh, all of the people who volunteered to participate. Uh, So it does seem like there is some positive news in terms of a vaccine for COVID-19. Pfizer and BioNTech announcing uh, 90% success rate of the vaccine that they are still testing. Now, to clarify, because this is extremely important, this data was published in a press release and the evidence hasn't been peer-reviewed yet. But that 90% effectiveness would put this COVID vaccine on par with the measles vaccine children get. The vaccine is currently in stage three of clinical trials, which enrolled over 43,000 participants and no serious safety concerns have been observed. This is happening while, well... U.S. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson has now tested positive for COVID-19. The 69-year-old retired uh, neurosurgeon. Ben Carson is the latest in the Trump inner circle to now test positive. You know what? And I'm sure many more will be coming, to be honest. And many more that we won't know about because they won't have told us. Oh, 100%. (laughs) And also for other people to know, on the global stage, the president of Ukraine also tested positive today. So anyway, anyone connected to the Trump White House seemingly has COVID-19, which, you know, should not surprise anyone considering how little uh, precautions are taken at public events. Also, did you see that the Trump administration was trying to, like, take credit for this for this new state? And then Pfizer had to come out and be like, no, 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 no. They were like, oh, wait, one minute, <laughs> sir, one minute. You had nothing to do with this and do not take credit. So we what I'm seeing and what has been a trend we've talked about on the show already is that people are finally, you know, holding these people accountable in real time. We're not just like letting it slide anymore. You know, we're cutting them from their speeches that are lies. When they do tweet a lie, the companies are coming forward and saying, you know what? That's not true. Sorry. Thank you, though. (laughs) Okay, wait, we do have to talk about the funniest thing that came from this weekend. And you mentioned it. And it is Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Breaking How, that, that literally came from an episode of Veep. Like, it's impossible that it couldn't have come from it. It's Veep, like Veep real time. <laughs> I feel like they're tracking all their movements compared to that show Veep. And what is making me so happy this morning is that Four Seasons Landscaping has launched a merch shop where you can buy Four Seasons t-shirts, <laughs> stickers, and sweatshirts that are just chef's kiss. They're beautiful and they're cheap too. So go get your merch, everybody. <laughs> 
great supporting a small business. I know what my presents for my family will be this year. <laughs> there you go. Christmas came early, everyone. So Casey, what's happening in the world of entertainment and pop culture? Well, Eva Longoria is apologizing after an appearance on MSNBC where she appears to dismiss the role black women played in President-elect Joe Biden's win. The women, the women of color showed up in big ways. Of course, you saw uh, in Georgia what what uh, uh, black women have done, but the Latina women were the real heroines here, beating men yeah. in turnout in every state and voting for Biden-Harris at an average rate close to three to one. And, and that wasn't surprising to us. The backlash was swift, with many people pointing out that according to exit polls, 91% of black women voted for Biden compared to 71% of Latinas. Longoria took to Twitter late Sunday night to issue an apology, writing, quote, I'm so sorry and sad to hear that my comments on MSNBC could be perceived as taking credit from black women. When I said that Latinas were heroines in this election, I simply meant that they turned out in greater numbers and voted more progressively than Latino men. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to get into the messiness of people's obsession right now with like Latinos. Why do they care for Trump? And why do white passing Latinos side with conservatives and blah, 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 because I am not Latino. But as a black person, I will say I am very tired seeing people like Eva Longoria and many others before her who consistently put down black women for showing up and who show up more than anyone else. It's just statistically accurate. Ninety one percent of all black women voters voted for Biden. Like, that's fact. No one else got close. Sorry, girl. Please keep moving on. Right. And and you look at that like, yes, you can hear her say men when she's saying that quote. But she made a point to say, but the real heroines are. And it's like, one, not a distinction that needs to be made right now. And two, do not take away the praise from black women where it is much deserved right now, as we saw clearly in Georgia. 100%. Like, you do not need to put down other people to lift you up. If that's what you're doing, that's not a politic I'm very interested in supporting or subscribing to or celebrating. So, sorry, Eva, you are a fantastic actress. I have loved you many things, but I do not love this today. Mm-hmm. And moving on, we're all kind of still reeling following the death of beloved Jeopardy host Alex Trebek over the weekend. The 80-year-old died following a lengthy battle with pancreatic cancer. You know, we've seen tributes pour in from celebrities and former guests, and one clip that seems to be everywhere is this one from one of last week's episodes. Taken at the end of the episode, the clip captures a bit of banter between Trebek and contestant Burt Thacker, who has just won $20,000. The new champion, $20,400 for Burt Thacker. Any family members uh, back home uh, cheering you on? You know, here's a true story, man. Uh, I grew up, I learned English because of you. And so my grandfather, who, who raised me, I'm going to get tears right now. He, we used, I used to sit on his lap and watch you every day. So it's a pretty special moment for me, man. Thank you very much. I mean, it's clear in that clip how many people loved and cherished Alex Trebek. I mean, he truly, you could see like that was a family connection. And I think Alex Trebek is a family connection for many people in this country and across the world, because it's something you sit down after dinner and, and get to enjoy his presence in your living room. Yeah. And it became kind of the most 
nonpartisan or partisan rather activity that Americans were partaking in for decades now. I mean, Alex Trebek has become a staple in American households since I uh, before we were even born. And, you know, it's just so sad to see such a foundational part of so many people's family lives be taken away. And I just really am thinking a lot about his family and how they're dealing right now. Because we are seeing just from the public that people are having a hard time processing this. And he, I mean, to see him fighting through cancer all the way up into this moment and to where, to where he was still doing shows and still making appearances, it's just really incredible. Mm. All right, when we come back, we've got Chandra Wilson discussing the new season of Grey's Anatomy. Stay right there. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Have you ever felt depressed about work only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant. And I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy. So that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could at Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. You actually don't. The NFL playoffs are here, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. You can follow the action like a fan, or you can prep like a scout if you listen to the award-winning Move to Six podcast. The show is hosted by me, Daniel Jeremiah, and my partner, Bucky Brooks. The two of us bring knowledge from careers as NFL talent scouts to the podcast world so fans can watch and understand the nuances of the game like never before. After the Super Bowl, it's draft season. If you want to go in-depth on this year's prospects and learn what makes the top players stand out, there's no better podcast than Move the Sticks. We'll break down film from the professional and college games so you can know which player to look out for when the football season returns next fall. You'll learn a ton about the NFL, and I promise we'll make it fun along the way. We'll have several new episodes dropping each week, and you don't want to miss a single one. Subscribe now and listen to the Move the Sticks podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It's been a rough year, but one thing we can be sure of, no matter how bad it gets for us, it will always be much, much worse for the doctors of Seattle Grace Hospital. They've dealt with a plane crash, an explosion, fires, and this year they're taking on the COVID-19 pandemic head on. Joining us now to talk about it all is Dr. Bailey herself, Chandra Wilson. Hello, hello. Hello, so great to have you. (laughs) My pleasure to be here, yeah. So a teaser trailer has fans a little worried about Dr. Bailey. She's looking maybe a little sick, laying on a hospital bed. Chandra, ah. please, please tell me everything is going to be okay for Miranda Bailey. Well, you know we're in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, okay, you know, it's relative. That's very relative. (laughs) And, you know, we like to get everybody's blood going (laughs) and get it all pumping (laughs) so that you're ready to come back and ride with Grays. You know, we're going to do our two-hour season premiere coming up on November 12th. Uh, So excited to be able to bring you guys work, to be able to bring you guys new content. And if y'all have to wait this long, it doesn't make sense to have to wait this long and not have heart palpitations and screaming at the TV. Come on now. (laughs) Um, So what can you tell us about this upcoming season? We would be completely remiss as a show that takes place in Seattle, Washington, not to incorporate um, the COVID-19 pandemic into our story. It is uh, woven into the fabric of our country. There's just no way um, to ignore that. So we will jump in um, a few weeks into the start of the pandemic. So uh, basically the episode that we were shooting and ended up having to stop uh, for season 16 will incorporate those in some flashbacks, right? To keep everybody, yeah, up to date. Uh, but we've had to move time forward, as I'm sure is the case, you know, kind of across the board and, you know, take us right where we are. I really appreciate this perspective because, you know, we do have a lot of like cable news shows that are maybe talking with doctors and nurses on the ground. And we do have, you know, citywide appreciations, you know, depending on where you are, especially in the beginning. But this is a true look into, okay, what is this every day to not only be a medical professional during these times, but then have COVID on top of it, right? Because you, you know, we are prepared as medical professionals to do whatever it is that's required of us when we come into work. So what is this element then that comes in? So it's a wonderful opportunity to explore, uh, certainly as an actor, um, but you know, people believe in Grey's Anatomy and they watch Grey's Anatomy and they're like, that happened because I saw it on Grey's. So (laughs) if we could get some of that, you know, out into the consciousness of our country and our world, then we we are more than happy to serve that purpose. Mm. So you all are obviously back in production now. When speaking about filming during the pandemic, your showrunner, Christopher Vernoff, has said, quote, We've actually reinvented the wheel. We are changing everything everyone has ever understood about how you make television. From the way the show is written, shot, even to hair and makeup, it's all different. How does that impact how the cast performs? Well, Krista tells us um, as cast and also production wide that COVID-19 is number one on the call sheet. Um, You know, Ellen Pompeo is number one, but COVID is number one (laughs) on the call sheet. Um, So everything caters to COVID. And the purpose for that isn't to be overprotective or to be paranoid or uh, taking the coronavirus too seriously, but it is in order for people to be able to go to work, right? Um, what is the point of starting if you have to stop and starting and then have to stop, right? So how do we all 
protect ourselves and keep each other safe. So it's taught all of us individually a lot of discipline on our own time as well as when we're together. And the whole purpose of being together is to take care of each other. So in that sense, that's how the rhythm of the shooting of the show, the performing of the show, being able to get it done, that's how those things have changed. So yeah, it makes a difference. Our hair and makeup time is a little bit longer and a little bit more divided. We do travel in zones. We are respectful of those zones because we want to take care of each other, right? It's not about a hierarchy, uh, but it really has to do with our testing schedule. Some of us are tested three days a week. Some of us are tested twice a week. Um, So all of those things you know, come into account so that if a positive case should arise, it makes it that much easier to trace. Uh, it makes it that much easier to notify those who are around. It makes it that much easier to isolate. Also, after years of everyone on the show wearing PPE, does it almost feel natural for you at this point? So that's, I guess, kind of the good part for cast. But even when we would do an OR scene and we, you know, that could take like five to six hours to shoot, you are dying to take that mask off and just to go outside and to breathe for a minute, right? Well, now this is every day, all day, and not just us, but also our crew. And anyone that comes in contact with the cast has to deal with the cast, whether it's uh, the camera department or the props or, or sound, the uh, any uh, grips that are right there with camera. They have to double mask and wear a shield. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's a little bit crazy town. Thank you. I mean, it's, you know, what we need to do, but we try and um, incorporate in breathing breaks where people can just step away, pull the thing down, catch a breath, you know, outside, pull it back up and come back in, you know, because I'm sure it can get majorly claustrophobic. Right. Like you mentioned before, Grace has always been dialed into what's going on in the world. But right now you guys are acting out in real time, the COVID-19 pandemic. And to be acting out this tragedy at work and then coming home and hearing about it in the real world, is it emotionally draining for you? I had hoped, right? At this point, I think, in my little heart of hearts, that once the show aired and we got the air date in November 12th, that maybe COVID would have been in the past and we would be looking at, oh, this is what was going on. So with the daily news cycles and and hearing about the surges, then it makes me think, oh my God, we're not done like even a little bit. And that we at this point are going to be so relevant that it's kind of crazy. Um, Hopefully it's not too scary. It's going to hit home for a lot of people. Uh, For others, you know, it may be something that they didn't know, that they didn't realize. Hopefully we're going to provide explanation, not because we're hitting you over the head with COVID, but because you're seeing it lived out. Viewers watching, you know, there's a lot of people out there who still aren't wearing masks as much as they should. And maybe this will be an eye opener for them. Be like, hey, I've been watching Grace for 16 years. Mm -hmm. I trust them. (laughs) Yeah. And because even... And and not to leave out the humanity, which is, I really don't want to put this thing on, but I got to. You know, if, if I'm going to help my neighbor, if I'm going to help someone else that needs to go to work, then I need to do my part. Not for me. You know, it, it's so and that's something that we have to also watch and that Krista brings us aware of on set. We're doing well because we're doing what we're supposed to do, right? And it's real easy to get, you know, a little comfortable and maybe a little complacent and thinking, oh, oh yeah, I got to put the mask on. And I'll, it's like, no, you do. 
you have to do it right now until medicine catches up, right, and gets the country where it needs to be, whether it's a vaccine or better therapeutics. This is what we need to do. And this is why we're doing okay because everyone is participating. So it's always such a big deal when one of the OG stars leave. Uh, this year it was Justin Chambers, but you guys are always adding fantastic new cast members. Is there anyone you really enjoy shooting scenes with right now or a character who has a great dynamic with Miranda this upcoming season? No, it's not a spoiler, but I had a scene last night with TV's Owen Hunt, and we realized that we hadn't had a one-on-one in a while, and that <laughs> felt really cool. You know, um, we got a chance to play, and that was fun. I, you know, come into my scene work working with my cast members also having worn the director's hat a lot with all of them. So they're all kind of my babies. You know? So every time I get to bring new babies in, it's really fun, you know, for me because Bailey has a specific relationship with every single, you know, one of the, the characters on the show. So, um, you know, the more I get to bring them in and, you know, love on them and the better. <laughs> Okay, I have one last question for you. After watching years of Grey's, many fans think that they are doctors when they are very much not doctors. You are also, in fact, not an actual doctor as much as I wish you were. But have you learned anything that makes you think you are one? Oh my gosh. Let me see. In actuality, no, I will be the first person to tell you, please call 911. Do not ask me about anything. But I tell you what I have learned is a lot of patience. I have learned how to pay attention, how to observe uh, details so that if I am in a medical uh, situation with someone, I can be the person to convey information to a medical professional. This is what I saw. This is what happened. This is what time, this is what it looked like. This is what made us think that we needed to call 911. That skill has um, really amped up in my brain to be able to kind of be detail oriented in order to assist. Like, I'm, I think I'm good with that, but that's it. <laughs> that's it. <Yeah. laughs> Please call 911. <laughs> Please call. Well, Chandra, thank you so much for joining us today. You're so welcome. <laughs> That's it for today. Join us tomorrow when we're breaking down what the final days of Trump's presidency might look like. And remember, even fake doctors know that COVID is real. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. <gasps> 
Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Being a real estate agent isn't about listing houses. It's about connecting to people. I need to find new buyers every day. So I promote my listings using radio commercials from iHeartAdBuilder.com. Now every time I have an open house, it's a full house. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com.